You're listening to the 5-Minute Friday podcast episode of The Aligned Self. This is your host, Daniel Danovi. Okay, 5-Minute Friday, a short and concise podcast episode of The Aligned Self designed to leave you with a question, an idea, a strategy, a tip, a hack in order to give you greater access to your conscious awareness, evolving your conscious awareness, or give you greater mastery over your mind. Hello, friend, and welcome into this 5-Minute Friday. Today, I want to share with you a mental model, a perceptual frame that has served me well over the years. Now, originally, I thought I gleaned this from an article that was in a, a book put out by Reader's Digest. And the Reader's Digest book was a compilation of articles that was had appeared in the magazine. Now, I don't even know if they put out the Reader's Digest anymore, but this was back in the 80s when I was at Michigan State University. I was remember sitting on the balcony reading this article, and it just made sense to me. But get this, later on when I went back to the article to source it, went back to the book, to actually reacquaint myself with the idea, it was completely different than I remember. In fact, it resembled nothing of what I took away. So I don't know where this came from exactly, but over time it did give rise to my philosophy, the art of living dangerously. Uh, but this perceptual frame is kind of married to Newton's first law of motion, a body will remain at rest unless impacted upon by an outside force. And then once in motion, that body will remain in motion unless impacted by an outside force. And then in my mind, married to Newton's first law of motion, was a concept that was introduced to me by Dr. Robert Schuller. He was a minister for the Crystal Cathedral and taught possibility thinking. Now, he said that the greatest skill that you could develop, the habit that you could put in place is the skill of overcoming inertia. Meaning that when we're at rest, when we're in a particular mindset, and there's something that we know we have to do or that we should do, we have to overcome inertia, that biochemical state that wants to remain at rest. In fact, that state of mind is typically so comfortable that we will actually create excuses on why it is a bad idea to take action. So supposedly from this article, what I gleaned was the idea of doing something disagreeable or unpleasant once a day. Something that you should do or would make sense to do, yet you find it disagreeable. And in the article, I thought it said, in doing this, you will develop the habit of being able to take action when you really don't necessarily feel like it. You know, when you're at rest and you're really comfortable and there's something you have to do or should do, by practicing this, you can actually get yourself to take action when you would otherwise find a reason not to. Now, I understand and I realize that this flies in the face of a lot of what you've been taught around law of attraction, which suggests that you wait until your mind and your thoughts are aligned with an action and you wait to be inspired to take action. Well, that doesn't always work. And to be aware of it is important to be able to calibrate to it and understand what's going on underneath. I think it's important. So unless you practice this, 
you cannot make a choice. You cannot make a considered choice. You're a slave to your biochemistry. Now, at any given moment, how we feel is a reflection of our biochemistry. And that's a body at rest. So sometimes when the emotions are low and our activity is low, in order to get ourselves to a higher vibe state, we almost need to act our way into it. What's also in my consideration is something that William James said. Now, William James was the father of American psychology, created a whole body of thought that was independent from the European influences. And one of the things that he said was that the fastest way to shift your emotions is to move your body. You see, we are a psychic soma being, meaning that we are psychic mind and body. And how we use the body affects the mind. How we use the mind affects the body. And the fastest way to shift the entire system is to get yourself in motion. So with all that considered, this is what I started doing. I set out to master the task of doing one thing each day that was disagreeable, or at least in the past was disagreeable. So the first thing I tackled was making my bed. And I was notorious for just getting out of bed and leaving it as it was. And my excuse was, you know, I'm just going to come back and get into it and get it all messy later. So why make my bed? And this was before it really became popular. But, uh, I mean, popular as a, as a skill to implement. I was doing this back in the 80s. And I started making my bed. And I realized how much better I felt in just accomplishing that task. And, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, oh, God, it's going to take five minutes, eight minutes. Who wants to spend the time making my bed? Less than a minute. And it wasn't perfect. It wasn't, you know, pristine. But I ruffled up the feathers. I, I fluffed up the sheet and fluffed up the pillow. And it was a lot more comfortable getting into bed at night. And then the very first thing in the morning, I had this feeling that I had accomplished something. And so what was once disagreeable started to become a skill, a habit that I was putting in place. Now, in me setting the context in my mind that I was going to do one thing disagreeable. What I was doing is I was overriding any excuses, any beliefs that I had on why I wasn't doing it. So once I set about the task to make my bed, any excuse, any, any rationale to not make my bed was set aside. And I just did it. You know, the whole Nike slogan, just do it. There's a lot of value in becoming an automaton, setting aside your emotional state at the moment, and just getting up and doing it. So I practiced this new skill of making my bed right away in the morning for a couple weeks. And once I felt I had a handle on it, I was wondering, what else can I put into my routine? Well, one thing that I found completely disagreeable was folding the laundry as soon as it was dried. It, that was a tough one at first. I would typically go and empty the dryer and dump it on my couch, and it would sit there for sometimes a week or two weeks. And I'd just go and, and fish things out of that pile as I needed them. And again, my rationale was I didn't want to take the time to fold the laundry because, you know, it was going to take 20 minutes. And one thing that the, the skill of making my bed taught me is that a lot of things don't take as long as you think it does. So I made a decision and a commitment to start folding my clothes as soon as they came out of the dryer. 
And there was such a sense of relief. And my clothes, they weren't wrinkled as much. You know, I would fold them up, put them in the drawer. That was the next step. You know, I folded them, then they'd stay on the couch. Then I went from folding them and moving them directly into my dresser and in my closet. And then I started looking around my life. Where else am I being disagreeable or finding something disagreeable with? It was putting things away. I would often, once I was done with something, I would set it down and not put it away. Not take the extra step and just put it where it belonged. And so if I was to clean my apartment, clean my house, in very short order, everything was in disarray because I just wasn't putting things away. So I made the decision and the commitment to start putting things away. Just taking the extra step and following through. And those things that didn't seem to have a place, didn't have a final resting spot, I created one. So it was very easy to start putting things back where they were. The next thing, which kind of falls into this whole category, is I often spent a lot of time looking for my keys, misplacing them, not remembering where I put them. And so I set a basket by the front door. And as soon as I walked in, I put them in the basket. Then I traded that basket in for a hook in the kitchen. As soon as I came home, I would go and hang up my keys. It just became a habit. And I have to tell you, the thing that actually prompted that was that I can remember not being able to find my keys. I was telling myself, I can't find my keys. Where are my keys? Where did I put them? I don't know where they are. And I did this. I looked around my apartment for 30 minutes before I realized they were in my hand the whole time. See, I had created the idea that I didn't know where they were. I wasn't able to find them. And so my brain forgot that they were in my hand because it was believing my self-talk, believing that I didn't know where they were. Well, I decided then and there that there was going to be a place for my keys and I was going to put them there every time. Now, what I found interesting without any internal prompting, without any self-reflection, these tasks, these chores that were once disagreeable to me became rules for my life. I more often than not make the bed It's a rule to put the keys where they belong, on the hook. It's a rule if I take the clothes out of the dryer, they must be folded and put away, right away. If I get something out and I use it, it must be returned where it belongs. You see, these things that were once disagreeable are now standards that I've set for my life. It has become a code of conduct that is non-negotiable. And these and many other things that I've implemented in my life become examples for me of my own internal commitment to mind mastery. And I have to tell you, it does bolster your self-esteem, your self-confidence when you do things that you know you should do and that should be done, and you do them without fanfare. And so, without too much more illustration, I'm sure you get the idea. Do one thing disagreeable that you have been putting off each day. It takes much less time than you think it does to actually follow through and do it. And once you build the habit of doing something disagreeable, being able to overcome inertia, put your feelings aside and just do what's required, do what's necessary. And this is where it kind of varies from the law of attraction. Once you're in motion, though, your brain clicks in and says, this fool is not going to lay down, sit down, stay on the couch. So let's change the biochemistry to reflect the action that he's taking. You see, this is a part of mind mastery, being able to direct your mind to go where you want it to go, when you want it to go there. 
and not be a slave to the emotional set point or the inertia, the body at rest, that if you need to take action, you can take action with very little fanfare. So my friend, I hope you find value in this little task, this little skill that I put in place for myself, and who knows where exactly it came from. But until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 